welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today... It's so fun. I have my friend Elise Bogarts with me and Elisa and I met online and then we got to meet in person, which always is the best to actually get to know people. I walked in a room, didn't know a soul, like literally. And I was like, oh, I know her. That's Elisa. <laughs> I know her from the box. So another one of my Canadian friends, I keep connecting with Canadians and collecting them. They're so much fun. <laughs> Elisa is a confidence coach. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your definition of success. Like what can we do to have more success in our lives? Oh, good one. Um, so yeah, I'm Elisa Bogarts. I'm the founder of Inspiration by Elisa. And I work with uh, professionals to help them confidently put themselves first so that they can achieve their goals and make their next like big, bold moves in their lives. And uh, yeah, I've made some really big, bold moves in my life. And I really want to like help people with that. And I think it all starts with having a bit of confidence to make that move. Because when we think about doing, making any type of change in life. There's so many ups and downs, right? There's so many like setbacks and so many things that can happen. And so, um, being confident can really help navigate all of that. And also just being confident in yourself and knowing what you want and really being clear on that and, you know, who you are, what your values are, and just being super solid in yourself to be like, yes, like, this is what I want. And this is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to let anyone or anyone stop me, including myself, because <laughs> we tend to get in our own way a lot. <laughs> so I have a couple of little things that I talk about from time to time on building confidence. What are some of your things? Like I have a couple of big things coming up and I feel kind of okay about it, <laughs> but what can I do to feel more confident about it and ready to go? Yeah. Um, I really like to bring in mindfulness into like a lot of what I do. So, um, <clears throat> so something you can do and something I just love doing is, uh, affirmations. So if there's something that kind of like you're a bit concerned about, or maybe like something that you say to yourself, you know, how can you flip it to something that's more kind and more positive and more loving towards yourself? And it needs to be something that's believable, you know, so you don't want to like, make up some like huge grand thing that maybe you don't actually buy into, but it can just be like a small shift. Um, so like, you know, sometimes, especially like if it's something new that you're doing and you're just like, Oh, like I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, and like, for me, something, one of my like narratives that I've had a lot of my life was that I'm too stupid. Like, I can't get this right. I can't do this. You know, maybe I'll just give up. And the way I could flip that is knowing that I, I, I know that I'm not stupid. I know that I am 
intelligent, right? So I could say that to myself, like I'm a strong, intelligent, capable woman. And I actually believe that. And that's what really can bump up my confidence uh, to continue doing what you want to do and like like help to motivate you. So that's one of my my favorite things to do to help boost confidence when you're, especially, yeah, if it's something new or anything where you're just like, oh. Well, I, okay. So two things that came up for me when you said that. So number one, I often talk about those pesky thoughts. What are those pesky thoughts? We repeat to ourselves, you know, kind of on a loop, but they keep us down. Like, oh, I'm stupid. I can't learn this. Well, you're not stupid. You can learn anything. But the question is, do you really want to or need to, or can you just hire it out? Like, right. Like those are right. Yeah. (laughs) The other thing is on affirmations, which I love affirmations, turn the pesky thoughts into positive thoughts and, you know, repeat them and you can um, start ingraining that into your whole self. I was talking to a coach one time. She started out a friend and then she became a coach. So we're coach friends. And I said, I wanted to accomplish X, Y, Z. And her first response was, no, that's not big enough. You should go bigger. And I don't know how many times she said that to me. I'm going to say a lot. And finally, one day I said, what is wrong? And I would like you to answer this if, if it's in your, you know, um, your, your, your tool bag. But I said, what's wrong with me achieving this lesser goal? And building my confidence, and then I can 10x it. But when it's never happened, I'm having a hard time going from z- zero to 10x. So, do you have any thoughts on that that you can make me feel better about it? <laughs> well, first of all, I want to applaud you for that because I feel like you set a clear boundary, which I think is also something that's part of like it. Cause I created this thing called the confidence method, and it's like my whole signature system. And mindfulness is part of one part of that, but also boundaries is part of it as well. And I think that you did that well, because it's true, because sometimes people can do that either negatively, either they try to stop you in some way where she she had positive intentions and was trying to boost you up but at the same time telling you that you were doing it wrong, right? So it was like, you're not doing it in her right way or, or and so it's really good to, to set a, a set a boundary with that, which I think is totally right. And I think that we all, um, have our own way of doing things and have our own goals. And all of that is perfectly fine. And of course it's good to push the boundaries a little bit, but because with you, you did have something that you were trying to achieve and then you could build from that. And I think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I think that's perfect. Some people, they do want to do this huge thing and that's great, but some of us are fine with this first. So what would maybe be their first chapter was actually maybe like our further along chapter. Um, and I think that's totally fine because you sometimes like success can be um, defined in so many different ways. And for me, success is like every single step of the way, everything that you do, every little small step that like, we should really celebrate all of our achievements and all the little steps and all the little positive things that we do. And so, you know, for you, even getting to that thing, that first goal, huge success, and that should definitely be separated. And then you can say, okay, now what? What's next? I had a special project years ago when I was still with the federal government and they called me in to do this thing. And I didn't know that like, like I was kind of going to be alone in a silo doing this and I was given a team, but they didn't know how to do it either. So here we were, you know, blind leading the blind kind of (laughs) scenario, (laughs) but every single time 
that I was able to accomplish something and get it through, I literally would run up and down the hall screaming, victory, victory, I declare victory. And people <laughs> would pop their heads out of offices and they're like, God, who is that woman from Oklahoma? What is she yelling about now? Because they're all quiet and stuff. I'm not quiet. But I later found out Dr. John Cotter and his whole change management, you know, um, work, one of his key things is you have to celebrate every victory to keep keep the momentum going. And and you're right. We often we often don't take time to celebrate those little things because little things become big things. And I love how some uh, I can't remember actually who started it, but they talk about ringing this bell <laughs> every time you do something. Ring the bell, celebrate, yay! And we can even do it as well with little things like like we were just saying about with um, the affirmations, right? So if you notice, if you catch yourself, you're like, oh, I'm telling myself I'm stupid again. I'm going to speak to myself better. You could celebrate that too. You'd be like, yay, I noticed. (laughs) I noticed that I did that. And now I'm going to be kind to myself because the more you actually do that, you reinforce doing the positive thing. And the less time you spend telling yourself the negative things, the more time you spend on the positive things, right? The more time you spend on the positive, the less you'll be spending on the negative. So you're going to be naturally thinking more positively about yourself and celebrating all the little bits. Yeah. Yeah. So, so important. I love that because we have three main points already going in this talk of (laughs) mindfulness with the affirmations, set clear boundaries, and then celebrate because I like to celebrate every single win. Like even if I make a green light, like I'm a little bit in a hurry and the light stays green for me, it's almost time for a party. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So there's another big key to your business in addition to the confidence. And I, I love your, your ideas on confidence, Um, but it's also strategy. Uh, Much of our audience consists of entrepreneurs and also leaders. So how does strategy come into play with success and, and reaching our goals? Um, yeah, I think it's good to have strategies and um systems in place to help you achieve everything you really want to like have uh, a focus on something and a plan in which to get there and like how you plan on accomplishing your things um i also worked in corporate before becoming a full-time coach and i was a, a project manager for 13 of that 23 year career And, um, so I'm like a super organized planner person. And so, um, you can take that. So I've been able to do that. I like to take these like strategies because strategy can kind of be, I find like a bit bigger, higher level picture. And then like, how do you kind of like break that down and actually like execute on it? Um, and so that's kind of like my specialty is that sort of like the planning and executing of it. And, uh, one of my favorite ways to kind of stay organized because yeah, just being super organized planner person, um, is to create systems for all of those things. So every time you want to like do something, um, create a little mini system for it so that it just becomes habitual really. Um, and, uh, so like, I'm trying to think of an example, um, like a super simple one. So just with, even with like, you can do this in anything, but with your life, like, you know, you come home and, um, you can like have your coat rack and you always put your, your keys in the same spot and your purse in the same spot and your jacket in the same spot. So everything's there when you leave, like that's a little mini system. Um, 
Another one could be, uh, especially if you have like a goal, so it's kind of a good idea to set a system around that goal. Like for some people say, maybe it's like to lose weight. So if you're going to go to the gym in the mornings, you know, your system could be, you get everything out the night before and you have your clothes there and you have your snack that you're going to eat before and your water bottles filled up, you know, like that's your system. So as soon as you get up, it's all ready to go. Or, um, with networking, like for entrepreneurs, I mean, I don't know how many networking events we go to, or these three-day events where you meet so many people and everybody always says the important thing is with the follow-up, you got to follow up afterwards. And so what is your system with the follow-up? You know, could you dedicate a time of your week where you do all of your follow-up for any networking activities that you had the previous week or that day or what have you, you know, and then actually schedule it in and put it in your calendar and be like, this is my hour of follow-up. And I'm going to be emailing out people and be like, Hey, it was awesome meeting you. Like let's book a call or book calls yourself. Um, that can be like a little mini system. Cause I don't know how like I've fallen into that trap for sure. But I've, even JVX actually, <laughs> where we met in person a month ago, there's still some people that I haven't followed up with because um, <laughs> I haven't didn't fully get that system in place yet um, or hadn't until then. Um, I know a coach of mine, um, she wanted to write a book. And so her system was like, she really, really wanted it. And so it was like, okay, well, every morning, I'm getting up an hour earlier and I'm writing X number of words each day. And that's what she did. And even when the alarm went off at 5 a.m., she wasn't used to getting up that early. She actually had an affirmation on her phone that said, um, there was a question that said, how bad do you want it? And so she'd be lying in bed, <laughs> looking at her phone and was like, how bad do you want it? Like, I want this book bad. So, okay. That's my motivation. I'm getting up and I'm writing my X amount of words. And this is my dedicated time for writing the book. Cause and then eventually the book was written right over a series of months or whatever it happened as opposed to being like, Oh yeah, I'll get to it at some point. So that was her system. So create mini systems and do it for everything. Well, I love that you're saying mini systems. I was just, uh, I'm in Brenda Burchard's ultra uh, mastermind group and we meet in LA once a month and uh, one of the speakers was talking about get one habit completely under control so you no longer have to waste any time, energy, or thought about doing it. Just like you said, your your coat, your keys, your purse, your briefcase, whatever, all in one spot, you're ready to go. And I think that can be so true because we do so many things habitually. I remember... Um, I'm a little bit older than you. And back in the day, seatbelts were not required. They were in the car, but you didn't have to wear them. And I got a new car and the law had been passed, but it was not being enforced yet. And so like they did it in stages, they pass a law, then they would only ticket you if they pulled you over for another violation. And then several years later, it was like, if they see you without a seatbelt, bam, they're pulling you over and ticketing you. So I got a new car and as soon as I got that car, my new rule was I had to put my seatbelt on before I put it in reverse. Like I could not put it in gear without seatbelt on. And my dad and I rode together to work. Anybody out there who has an opportunity who loves your dad, like let's put that first, but you have an opportunity as an adult, a young adult in your twenties to ride to work with your dad every day. It's amazing. The, the things you learn at a different level, being an adult interacting that frequently, so much fun. But he was, one day he told my mom, he goes, 
I think there's something wrong with Jennifer's new car. It can't go in reverse unless I have my seatbelt on. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it can't go into reverse unless all the seatbelts are on. But now, like, I would never get in a car and not put my seatbelt on. Like, that's not even a an energy drain thought process. So I love yeah, that. Yeah. Really great. Many processes I really hadn't considered, many systems for so many things that we do. Man, now I'm going to have to put that on my list. I'm going to have to consider that, my friend. And they make you so much more efficient too, I find. Like, for example, like the the, the keys situation by the door. Like how many times have you not known where your keys are and you're running around like a chicken made a cut off? How is trying to find your keys? Which pocket? What was I wearing last time? Like, is that in the laundry basket? Like, you know. Or they're in the fridge or something, you know, like, and then you, you waste and now you're late and now you're rushed and then you're stressed. And then, you know, so like, but if they're, they're always there, you know, my husband, like, have you met him? Have you been <laughs> <That's laughs> in the car and I had my arms full and I, and I said, what, what are you doing? And he was like, I must've picked up your keys, which is very odd, but we had had my car detailed. And so he had brought the keys in because they live in my purse right I push button start car so I don't pull my keys out very often and we're standing there and I was like well I don't think you have my keys because I think I put them back in my purse and he goes no this is not right he goes to get some light turned on because it was dark and sure enough he had his keys he just was holding the fob wrong so it was not (laughs) the car (laughs) but he thought he had my keys why because none of them were in the right place so oh my god Many systems, many processes. So what, if you had one thing to share, like what would be the one thing that you would say that led the most to your success? Was it something like um, the education piece, the confidence piece, the networking piece? Like where, where do you think your personal path to success started from or was most impacted by? I think it was my confidence in my own abilities. Because if you look at the word confidence, if you break it down, the word like confide means to trust. It actually means to trust in yourself. So sometimes we think that confidence kind of kind of be this outward thing or people like, oh, they're confident. It's all about like maybe that ego or it's a bit about like bravado or something like that. But it, But really it's to trust within yourself. It's really an internal thing. And especially during my corporate career, like I had a strong work ethic and I decided to leave it all when I was 23, 24, um, and go backpacking. I wanted to go traveling. And then I moved to Europe and I just moved there. I I had a European passport, so I knew we didn't need a visa. And I was like, and people are like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to find a job and a place to live. And (laughs) I just kind of showed up and I, and I figured it out because I was confident. I was like, I can get a job. You know, I, I knew I could get, and then I was just working. I was just sort of, I called it an office job. It was just sort of like whatever kind of entry level position. And I was like, well, I'll just get a job. And then, and then even with that was working and it was like, I would just kind of get promotions and I would get other jobs. And I think it was because I wasn't chasing after it. It was just sort of like happening because I was confident in my ability and then the same thing happened when I relocated within Europe, I moved to London. And again, it was like, well, 
I just showed up with my backpack and I've been backpacking for seven months. And actually that was a bit of like a tough situation. Cause I, I kind of spent too much money with backpacking didn't save enough uh, or keep enough to the end. So I was a bit broke. My boyfriend and I had broken up. So I was heartbroken. I didn't have anywhere to live with. I didn't have a job yet. I didn't really know anybody. Right. So I'm like homeless. I'm broke. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> I'm like, ah, and, uh, but still then I knew that I would get a job. I knew that I would be able to figure it out. I had the confidence in myself to do it. And then again, when I moved back to Canada, that same kind of thing. And through that, that's always just kind of raised me. And then I remember when I came to Canada and I was doing project management and my, my manager was like, why are you at this level? You're definitely more of like a senior level project manager. And I was like, I am. I'm like, okay. So like the next job, that's what, that's the role I got. And then I was able to get more money. They're like, well, we pay this. I'm like, can I get that? And they're like, yeah. And so somehow I ended up getting up to this, you know, level making the salary that I thought was never possible. And it just kind of, when I think about it, I just feel like it just kind of happened. And obviously I earned it. Obviously I did the hard work, but I also always just had the confidence in myself and my abilities that I could do it. Um, and that's kind of what led me, like when I decided to do the coaching and focus on people who would say that to me, like, Oh, well, you're confident or you're so brave or you did these things. You made these big, bold moves. Like, how did you do that? And I was like, I don't know how I did that. So I actually had to like, think through it. Like what, what actually were those steps? And that's why I ended up creating my signature system to actually like take people through how I kind of got to where I got to. So I think that was, yeah, that was how it was. It was really my confidence in myself. Oh, I love that. So if people want to get hold of you, how do we find you? I can go to inspirationbyalisa.com. And if you find me on social media or anything like that, um, it's under inspiration by Elisa. Um, yeah. And actually, if anybody does want some, some tips on uh, getting their energy back, um, especially like professionals, when we get just so exhausted and like how to kind of per, per bring ourselves first, uh, you can go to inspirationbyalisa.com slash gift. Ah, oh, awesome. I love that. I have really enjoyed our conversation and I love talking to somebody who like is really aligned with me on their belief systems around this because yeah, it's all a thing and it, it doesn't have to be that hard. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So before we sign off and everybody inspiration by Elisa and Elisa's E-L-I-S-A, just FYI, E-L-I-S-A, uh, that, that will also be in the show notes. I'm often told, oh, people are listening. They're on their phone listening. Yes, but you're on your phone. You can go to the show notes. It's easy enough. Just click it. Just go to the show notes. We'll have it in there for you. So parting words or thoughts for our audience. Um. I just say that, uh, you're perfectly imperfect. We're all perfectly imperfect. And so, uh, just keep going and know that, yeah, imperfect action is better than no action. Thank you, Elisa. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi and I look forward to connecting with you soon.